One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/people today Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And this is a very, very exciting day here at Psych Legal Pop Podcast because we are doing a collab with From the Friar. This is Ellie and Leon. Thank you so much for being here with us. So please introduce you, yourselves and your show and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for having us. We listen to you guys every week, no matter what you put out. Props on all the <laughs> documentaries you've been doing, because that's like such a big goal for us that we don't really get to do. Uh, we are Ellie and Leon. We are from The Friar. We started podcasting about two years ago. It very much so was a COVID hobby. I talked about it for months. We were watching these shows and I was like, I have so many opinions. We should put them out there. Like, who cares if nothing happens from it? And then one day, an Amazon box shows up with microphones in it. And he said, let's go. So (laughs) that's kind of how we started. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Ellie was essentially hinting at doing a pod for the longest time and not really hinting more like, I really want to do a pod. And I was like, let's do it. You should do it. That would be amazing. And we kind of kept putting it off. So I figured, you know what, I'm just going to buy the gear. And I'm, I'm a techie in general. So I'm like, I'll just make it work. And yeah, a few years later, here we are with Psych Legal Pod. So pretty, pretty. Oh, cool. well, wow. You you guys are our inspiration. I mean, you you guys have been <laughs> doing this longer. And uh, yeah, I, I some I, I discovered your podcast. I don't know, just I was trying to find other podcasts that covered Sister Wives and and I found yours, but it where what is the origin of the name from the friar? What's the backstory on that? So that one's pretty random. So we were going through a lot of different names. Like that was definitely took longer than even the decision to do a podcast. And we were like, do we do something with happy hour or like something? And then we were like, what kind of foods do we like? And we were like, 
anything fried. And we were like, (laughs) from the fryer, everything's delicious and wonderful and bad for you. And just like our trash talk reality TV. Oh, I think we got got a sign one day, too. We went to a local diner and you open up the menu. And after, I think, like 11 p.m. or 12 p.m., it just says from the fryer. I'm like, it's a sign. It's got to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, that that, what's that expression out of the out of the frying pan and into the fire into the fire yeah yeah so i thought See, it had something I was to do with that, that. yeah well, now yeah. i'm gonna steal that yeah that sounds a lot deeper <laughs> than our story <laughs> feel free so were, they, were were you having opinions about sister wives or were you having opinions about shows across the board because you seem to you do this and married at first sight which is a show i've never watched <laughs> and i hear it's got like a quadrillion and a billion episodes, apparently. So it seems like a huge commitment. But is was the idea of like, let's just cover shows where it's married couples? No, we <laughs> talk crap about everything in the living room. Anything and everything that's on the TV, we are going back and forth. We're talking about our opinions. Whether it was documentaries, for sure, all the time, Netflix, like every month, releases some kind of murder mystery or a murder doc and then we always kind of go back and forth in our opinions or who done it or do you think they're innocent or they're guilty so we've always kind of had that banter with shows mm-hmm. i think the first show we officially covered was 90 day fiance though and shows did tend to revolve around dating and love and marriage and then it kind of just slowly morphed into sister wives when we were so into it and then christine left and we were like yeah that's gonna be one of our big shows let's just do that all in yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we we tripped into Sister Wives. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I have not. And this might be very oh, no. upsetting to some. Oh, people. No. I've not seen all the episodes. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I I love really, your lens then. Yeah, so I we tripped into it because we had started. We thought, OK, let's you know, we're an attorney and a therapist and we we would get on the phone together and talk all the time for many years. Um, about various shows and that's very close to the two of you. Like we had opinions and we wanted to share them and we thought that we had interesting perspectives and, um, but we had started out, you know, trying out lots of different things. It was the Kardashians and then talking about Britney Spears and then talking about various documentaries. And then we would do sister wives and all of a sudden the numbers would explode. Mm. And then we would do a bunch of other things. Then we do sister, we do a sister wives recap. Like we would do three or four episodes and then all of a sudden, boom. And we're like, okay, I guess we have to give the people what they want. And that's really how it evolved into watching the show. And I had to go to Brooke and I'm like, okay, I got to figure out who all these kids are. Who's Peyton? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, now I know all the kids and all every all of that inside and out. And I always knew what was happening on the show. I, show, I knew about Mary's catfishing. I knew that that he had um, divorced Mary and married Robin. I knew, I knew all of that because any show, any if you follow enough Facebook groups, you can follow any show, you know, any real housewives show, you can figure out everything that's going on by never watching the show. If you just read things. So I always knew what was happening, but I always was like, isn't that kind of a boring show? But it, well, it was, was for a very 17. long time. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. For, for 100%. until about, yes, until 16 or 17, it was a very boring show. Cause I, I watched it from the beginning and it was kind of one of those shows that I would just, 
it was always on my DVR. And when I ran out of everything else to watch, I would watch that. And, and so I had seen, (laughs) I had seen pretty much every episode. And then when all this stuff started happening, I remember we were on a road trip, we went to LA and you started asking me about because what's happening with this sister wife show? It's just exploding. <laughs> and and then yes. I explained the whole thing to Tess and she's like, hmm. And then we actually did an episode very early on. I think it was like our, you know, episode number eight, where I just kind of explained sister wives to Tess. And so she started um, getting into it. And I introduced her to Ace and Caitlin's podcast, um, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided. And she became obsessed with it. She, she subscribed to the Patreon <laughs> and she was listening to it all the time. We listened to it the whole way home from L.A. <laughs> yes. Just, she had drank the well, Kool-Aid. I drank the Kool-Aid, but and then the two of them started they started their Patreon. It was like you can keep up with all the content they were putting out. Amazing it was too much. Content. Like if I could <laughs> yeah. promote one Patreon, like that's, yeah, you're getting your money's the, worth. It, it's get the top tier $10 one. It's worth every penny. You will just laugh your ass off. And the stuff that they do, which we're not supposed to talk about outside of uh, <laughs> Patreon, but the stuff that they do in, in the name of journalism, it's hilarious. Yes. Yes. Well, how about the two of you? When did you always watch Sister Wives? I always did. And then I convinced him a few years ago. I feel like through the years, you slowly kept up. I think I've always been, and this is kind of the way even I approach it on the show now. I like to think of myself as a casual viewer, even though I'm on a pod and I religiously view the show. But I try to think of it as I'm coming at it from only what I see from the show versus outside influences, at least from my perspective, whereas Ellie's on the Reddits, on all the messaging boards, like she is up to date with everything that's going on. And going back to Ace and Caitlin, we also mentioned that whatever they get, they deserve because they are going above and beyond uh, with their coverage, which again, incredible, love them. But yeah, for me, it's always been, it's kind of always been on in the background and either Ellie's watching it and I'm tuning in, but I think it's been a few years now where we're both kind of just religiously watching this show. I remember being like a senior in high school watching this and being like, man, I hate Robin as like an 18 year old (laughs) eating my snack, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's it's a funny show because, you know, now that I've gotten into it and watching so many of it and we were we were doing the Sister Wives Rewind, um, you it's almost like a soap opera where you can leave for a while and then you tune back in like you can watch the first episode and the last episode of a of a season and be like okay i think i got everything yeah you know totally. you can tone it you can tune in and out but it is really fascinating to um dissect and watch and take notes because it, you know, now you're sort of looking for all those little nuggets, those little things that's, you know, but it is, it's true. They just, they give us little breadcrumbs. Every, every episode's just a little more breadcrumbs, a little more breadcrumbs. And we just eat them all up now because you're so, you know, so addicted to whatever this latest, you know, new revelation can be. So have either of you done any kind of rewatch yet? Have you gone back and watched like season one or season two? Oh yeah, we have a um we're we do a, a rewind. We paused it while se- we're doing season 18, but it's on our feed if you want to go. We're up to through season 5. 
And oh, so that's fantastic. That's, that's awesome. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when this season ends, season 18 ends, we'll we'll go back to it. We'll pick it up again. Yeah. You know, because it's, it was yeah, just it's a like lot of coding. It, Oh, yeah, for sure. it was a lot. It was way too much. But yeah, it's like, I feel like an anthropologist now. You know, I mean, the study of this family and the <laughs> going back and forth to present day and then the, the you know, the, the old episodes. It's just like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I w- someone needs to write a dissertation on this family. They probably already are working on it. Yes. Fully agree. Yeah. In some ways, I feel like the more and more seasons we get where folks are a bit more unhinged and they're willing to give us more. Mm-hmm. doing the rewatches i feel like you start to connect more pieces or connect the dots of for example they just mentioned that robin always felt a need to be in certain conversations or maybe with every conversation that had to do with cody and now i wonder if we go back to rewatch will we just notice robin at every single sit down more and more hmm. totally so just totally. little things like yeah. that i think in the rewatch would just be fascinating yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, they I really what... are spilling some tea at this point, like the last few episodes, you know, especially it's just every episode. It's just because the more clips they watch of each other talking about each other, <laughs> the more they're just like, fuck it. I'm not even in this family anymore. And I'm just going to like tell you, I'm just going to tell it all, mention it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's almost, you know, you have that with the Kardashians and sister wives. and I mean, sorry, with um, housewives where you see these shows where they're in this weird cycle where they're constantly, you know, out together filming and then they watch the they watch the show and then they're angry and then there's a reunion and then everyone makes up. And sister wives, I think for so long, I think that because they were this, you know, family and together and I think that there was everyone had each other kind of sort of had each other's <laughs> uh, I mean I'm, I'm saying loosely sure they were um I think that they had this real understanding of okay these are the things that we're willing to talk about these are the things that we don't talk about you know this idea and yeah it was almost like almost COVID and the fact that they had to be separated and everyone getting separated mm-hmm. and, and exactly what Brooke's saying which is like wait a second <laughs> you know <laughs> wait a minute why am I why am I holding on to this? Like, or why am I, why am I pretending like this isn't real or this is real and that's not real or whatever it is. I think it was the separation of the family. And then, um, and then obviously now, you know, everyone's letting loose and the more everybody lets loose, the more everybody else wants to let loose. Like, well, you said this, and then you said that, and then you, you know, so it just builds and builds and builds. I feel like especially yeah. these last two episodes of the tell-all, those have been worth all the lulls of this season. Mm-hmm. You think? Okay. Well, so so what... <laughs> so tell me... <laughs> no, no, because there's been a lot of controversy, and I, I, I feel bad for Sukanya because I think that she, she gets a lot of slack. I think... It's a tough gig. Yeah. And... Um, but I would love to hear, you know, what have you thought so far? We're, we have one more episode left of the tell all. So what are your thoughts on season 18? Overall, good. Some definite lulls. I like seeing Janelle kind of figure it out. Kind mm-hmm. of. We're still moving with her. Like, is is she really gone? There's no been no statement, correct? Like everyone else, there was yeah, a statement. Right. A statement. Right. Okay, so that's kind of how I judge if they've really left. Um, I really like the last two episodes of the tell-all. Could have done without the other. But the last two, just because the melting of the ring. (laughs) Loved hearing it. 
here for it. Have you guys read, not that I encourage anyone to read it or buy it, the Catfishers book? No. Well, I listened to it on uh, Ace and Caitlin's Patreon. They read it out loud. But that's I exactly where myself. I heard it as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so the ring story is in there. So technically mm. it was published, if you will, prior to Christine spilling the beans. But I can understand Mary getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what was the other? Oh, do you remember Kendra from early seasons with Robin? I don't remember it, always- but I know that she's now back in the back in the mix right no shame at all because ellie asked me ellie asked me the same question i was like i do not remember kendra (laughs) (laughs) so that was robin's friend and it sounds like that's who was kind of the go-between during the catfish incidents so i was just really that was always a theory that kendra was involved or robin in some capacity and so i liked i did not expect to hear anything of that Mm. yeah the only thing the main points about this season that I, you know, we're not the only podcast that has mentioned this is just the fact that there is so much repetition on this show. And to an extent, really, they're calling us idiots because we've already watched this content. Why are we getting Mm -hmm. just a a reproduction of it or a slightly different angle of the exact same content? I'm really not a fan of that. I really wasn't a fan of almost all of Mary's storyline besides the sit down and the eventual breakup. But, uh, her time in, in Parowan, it's just, it's not that interesting to me. I kind of want to see Mary. You don't want to just... know what the cabinets are going to be? The no. countertops? You don't <laughs> no. care if they're sparkly pink she hates or white? No. <laughs> she hates no. white. Yeah. yeah. And I, we've mentioned this before. We want, we do root for love and we want all of these women and all the people really in this family, even if it's Cody, to find happiness, to find love, to, to keep living. And when I just see these storylines of I'm working on a storage shed in my backyard i'm like that's not really pulling me to the show Mm -hmm. so that's my knock on the show but it's like we keep coming back like i say that but i keep coming back yeah yeah the show is like 90 percent filler and then 10 percent like zingers you know so you just hang in there it's like it's like being in a casino you know you just keep playing and playing and playing (laughs) And then that you win an a jackpot and, and you're like, I'm on a roll. And then you keep playing and playing and playing. That's what it's like. Yeah. Totally. Amazing. Totally right. And I eat those crumbs up. Like I'm here for them. I'll analyze them forever with the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there was so much anticipation, right? Uh, after what happened in season 17 with Christine, I think there was such this, there was such a long time and they were going to cover, you know, oh my gosh, they're back and, it, and it's going to cover a year in their lives. And I really thought like, oh, this is going to be the best season ever because we're going to see so much. And then when you get there, you're, yeah, it was a little bit, there was the amazing, awesome uh, Janelle and Cody fight, <laughs> which was sure. great. Um, and then there was, you know, the, the kids talking about um, the text chain and, you know, there's just a, these few things, but we have yet to meet David Woolley. You know, we, we have yet to meet, you know, him and see what he's like. I thought we would get a little bit of him or something. Well, he's coming up this and week. So, yeah, yeah. And they have the they have the I just saw that Christine posted about they've got the special is coming out in January, her her yeah. wedding her two part wedding special. Um 
which, uh, which should be interesting. Um, but, and I wonder if they're going to do a whole section of her love story, her love story with Cody. (laughs) With Cody. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You know how they do that in those retrospectives? Yeah. Like like we don't know this. That they had to go through in order to meet her quote unquote Prince Charming. Um, but I was anticipating a lot more this season and maybe my hopes were too high. Maybe I, I'm, I haven't been in the sister, uh, wives game long enough to, to lower my expectations and keep them real low. I think <laughs> it, it was, it was a few things they covered so much time, just literally in the timeline, but it's not much content. There's huge time jumps and the season ended abruptly, which I think threw a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if anyone knew this was the final episode, you know, when mm-hmm. we finally got to it. So I think that would kind of threw us off a bit. Uh, and to your point, Tess, it, it was a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did end abruptly. It was it was all of a sudden it was a little bit like, oh, oh, it's <laughs> it's over. Oh, OK. You know, I mean, this that we finally get this crescendo with he and Mary. And it was a little bit of like, oh, OK. But um, after all that and and the, yeah, covering the time and then jumping back and forth in time. And so you can't ever figure out, like, wh- what are we talking about now? What's happening? Where in the story are we? Um, that was really frustrating. Very, very frustrating. I found well, it very frustrating. And you know, another thing that makes it, these things hard to follow sometimes is because the Browns refuse to name names. They always say, Thank well, you. this, this Thank person you. told me... You know, Sukanya is trying to elicit this information from Robin about how she, you know, who is it that's communicating with the catfisher? And she says, well, who told you that? And she's like, somebody. (laughs) And why doesn't Sukanya say, who, who is somebody? You know, there's no pressure put on. And they always say, well, some people in the family, well, there are children of mine who think Nobody ever names names. And it's like, you know what? If you want to keep people interested in coming back, you got to start naming some names. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I would love that. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, I think piece. they're still, they're still so used to that kind of rigid, um, don't, you know, don't throw anybody under the bus attitude. I think it's really, I think it's very, my guess is, is that it's very scary for them to actually name name a name or, or actually say something for fear of what the repercussions would be. But these days, it seems like Mary's really going off, you know, on her own. I mean, it seems like she's maybe going to write a book, which that I'll read for sure. I'm there for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Have you seen her updated Instagram bio? No. no. Something about, does she now doing something called like worthy up? Upworthy. That's, I, that's the hashtag she always uses. I don't really know if it connects to anything. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I wrote it down, but it almost seems like it's a book titled. It's entirely mm. cap, like each word capitalized. And so everyone's wondering if that's like a little sneak peek. Oh, yeah. interesting. 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 The, the simple theory there is that the book is not going to give us much more than we already know, which would be a bummer. I am curious. I have a question for all of you. Do you think, well, one, do you think we're ever going to see them all in the same room in, mm. you know, not, not a one-on-one, right? A, a one on everyone, but <laughs> and is that basically something you need? Like, 
to keep the show interesting or to, I guess, finally let them hash it out within themselves? Like, is that something you need as a viewer and as a fan to keep it going? Because I kind of feel like we're on this, we're starting to get to a point where everyone's going to start having their own lives. And there's really the only time they are together, which even in this season was, I'm here for filming, for example, with Christine. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. the only time I'm in Flagstaff is to film. Yeah. Yeah, they can't even get together for a holiday, you know. I mean, of course, we would all love that. We would love to see that. And that would make the show a thousand times better. But I don't see them doing it because I think they're all afraid. It's too much for them outside of their comfort zone. Or I didn't realize this until Brooke told me when we were recording the last episode that um, the producer from Puddle Monkey is, I guess, lives down the street, lives on Coyote Pass near near Cody. And then I was like, okay, well, now all of this is making sense. Because what I did not understand is, you know, before I became a therapist, I briefly worked in Hollywood. And and I think I have a, a somewhat of an understanding of how these things work. Like, someone like Cody really shouldn't have, this family shouldn't have as much power as they do to demand not mm-hmm. being together. Mm-hmm. Like, your whole show is that you all being together. So if if a housewife could easily get fired for making certain demands, like, why is this, why is no one saying, hey, you want the show to stay on the air? You need the show to stay on the air. You're all, you're all together. We're getting Sukanya. You're all sitting on this couch together and let's roll. I don't understand why they have, uh, you know, and I, and I think a lot of it is Cody, uh, why he has so much power over this production company. And what is Cody going to do? Say, I'm going to take my show and go, go, go where? Go to another network? What other network? And even then that network could make a bunch of demands and say, well, yeah, you all have to be together. So it's just, he has a lot of power. And so I don't know why they keep accommodating them so much. That's what I don't get. Is it years of friendship of when it was this family-friendly show and now they feel obligated? I mean, I can't imagine a company feeling obligated to this family and especially Cody, but I have no idea why they bend so much for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much pull the production company has because to my knowledge, Puddle Monkey only produces one show, which is Sister Wives. So maybe on... From their perspective, they need to make sure that this family is happy. If not, the family could just say, we want a different production company. Like, they suck. So that's not really good for Puddle Monkey. Yeah, Yeah, but even still, okay, we want a different production company. But okay, and some other... I mean, you're right. Another production company could come along and say, okay... Yeah, you can be separate, but they still need to sell it to a network. I, sure. You know, it's less, maybe it's less Puddle Monkey and more TLC. It's a little bit like TLC, you're the final say. You guys hold all the power. You, this is TLC's highest rated show right now, I guess, which is amazing. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. And, and so why aren't they saying, hey, if you want to continue to be on our network, come on, let's go. We're right there with you. We're right there with you. I I know actors that are very famous that don't have this much power over (laughs) their fate of what's happening. And and it seems like, how did Cody get all this power? And I do think it's Cody. I don't think that Janelle and Christine are, you know, laughing. And I think they'd sit on that couch. It's Cody and Robin that are scared. Yeah, I was going to say I would follow up. I think Robin is also a part of that. I don't. I couldn't see her viewing that as a safe space for her. <laughs> not <laughs> yes, safe at all. It's not safe. 
not safe. Yeah, no, I think it's you guys who talk about how she's like the the laziest person in reality TV. She doesn't do anything. <laughs> she doesn't even post on social media. Yeah. Well, probably because uh, you know, if, if you ever go and you look, they don't really post anymore. I don't even know why they have their accounts. But if you go and you look at the last post that Cody and Robin have on their Instagram, there's like about 15,000 comments on it. And it's all like, you people suck. You know, who do you think you are? It's all, it's all negative. Like it's so, so I know why they don't want to do it, but yeah. Why is it that they're so lazy? They don't do anything. The the other thing I noticed on this season, we see everyone else at least living or doing something. I feel like from Robin's perspective, I feel like I don't even know her. Like, what do you do every day? I just want to see you just live your life. Like go, go out to the grocery store and let them come film you. Like I need to see you do anything. She yeah. prunes shrubs in business casual clothing. <laughs> that That's was the most work does. we've seen from her. Yeah. In yes. years. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously the big, the big thing, the big controversy is why won't, why can't anyone go inside their house? And it's it maybe because she's a hoarder or something's it's going on. But you're right. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't we following Robin to pick up her kids from sure. school each day? Or why aren't we following her? Yeah. To the grocery store or I don't know. God, I mean, to like make a bowl at color me mine. I mean, anything <laughs> like we, she literally, the one time we ever got her outside the home, it was like on her deck. <laughs> That's as far out. Is that okay? And did you see she the latest thing in. where, yeah, did you see the latest thing about the, that? I guess Cody and Robin um, filed like a permit because they want, did you see this? They, they recently had a permit because I, I, again, this is all from social media. I don't, sure. Uh, but, <laughs> Grain of salt. Uh, okay. <laughs> the, the, to have a heated driveway? Oh, gosh. They're not... getting absurd. Yeah. I, I, this, I was like, because it was, first I saw, oh, Cody uh, filed a permit for Robin to get, you know, an extension onto her house or to do some work on her house. And I'm like, okay, fine. You know, need the house to be bigger. Okay. And then I saw something where someone was showing where they had taken pictures where they were showing like, okay, this is what people do to get heated driveways. I'm like, is this a thing? Well, I've lived in California most of my life. So I'm like, what? I thought that the heated driveway was already in the house when they bought it. Cause I I remember hearing about the heated driveway. Okay. Why do you need a heated driveway? So that your car is hot? So when you get in it? I I have no idea. I think it's for shoveling. So you don't have to shovel it. So Cody has to do even less. Yeah. So you turn it on, like almost like a, you turn it on and it all melts (laughs) and the water goes. Okay. Now I I understand it now. Oh God. Do you remember when Christine used to do that in like season one? (laughs) She had (laughs) to go shovel. Now she's gone. So... (laughs) So who are some of your favorites? Do you have favorite wives, favorite kids? Who are the ones that you, who are your favorites? Or what Kate, Kate and Aislinn, Caitlin, Caitlin and Ace would say, top of your, top of your pyramid. Logan for me is yeah, Daddy Logan, Daddy Logan. Daddy Logan for sure. What about the wives? Probably, I always probably Queen really... Janelle. Janelle. Oh, is, are you, you going to say Janelle? I'm also a Janelle, yeah. <laughs> that was always my girl. We're not here for drama here. Oh, no, no. Take it back. Um, Hunter. Oh. Hunter yeah. is at everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any get-together celebration of a baby, something, uh, uh, 
a sibling is graduating, Hunter is there, like at every single event. So uh, applaud to Hunter. So I'm gonna give him some love. Hunter does all the work that Cody doesn't to like spend time with his siblings, go to mm-hmm. Isabel's surgery. Yeah, he deserves props too. Yeah. Well, well um, one one of our uh, listeners pointed out to us, they were like, God, you two are really, you know, standing up for Janelle a lot because they had pointed out, you know, what we see in episode one, season one, episode one is Logan getting up early and getting Savannah out of bed. Like, come on, she left her, you know, she left her oldest in charge. He had to do so much. He and Maddie probably had to do a ton for the other kids. And what were some of the other things, Brooke, like how... Is she that great with finances since she's broke? Well, yeah. Well, that <laughs> was my leave, that's that was my that's always been my question. I don't think she's a good money manager, contrary to what I may have said in the past. But uh, the other thing was, she said, uh, even after that huge fight that they had, and even after um, the way that he t- Cody treated her kids, she still went out to dinner with him on her birthday and was all kind of giddy and gleeful. And I was like, yeah, he had already disrespected her <laughs> and her children so much. And you're so you because you don't want to sit home alone on your birthday. You're going to go out with this guy. So, yeah, she had some good points. She had some really yeah, good points. She did. But, but so then, then I wonder, then, are we then picking the best of the worst? Maybe. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I like I like Janelle. I like and I think people aren't aren't, you know, Christine goes back and forth. People have, you know, obviously she was last season. Everybody's, you know, champion. And this season, I think people are a little tired of her. I I like Christine and I like this story. I think she's going to calm down a bit. I do. I think that what we're seeing is Christine liberated. And so she's, you know, she's doing what people do, which is she's desperately trying to get Janelle to see the light. You know, she's talking smack anytime she want, you know, can she's spilling secrets about Mary. You know, she's, she's in this stage of, cause she's, she's new, almost like a teenager. She's feeling herself, you know, a lot. Yeah, she is feeling herself a lot. And it's a little bit like that's kind of where she is. So I wonder a year or two from now if she's still going to be like this. I think she might calm down a little bit. But I, I do... I do like Christine. My argument with Christine was, I was like, why did, why did she have to get married so fast? Like, th- I felt all of this was way too fast. I, I, you know, it was just boom, boom, boom. Like, be single. Like, date. Okay, maybe you met this guy and he's great, but why do you have to rush off and be married? And it, it, that that I was concerned about, you know, I always tell my clients, like, you need to know someone for a full year before you even like even entertain living with them full all four seasons you got to get through all of those with them because people can people can people can pretend for two to three months they can even pretend for six months but no one can be something else for an entire year yeah good point we've talked about it in the pod before where the fact that we were so behind in the timeline and by this point we knew about david we knew they were going to get married or knew they were engaged and Watching Christine sort of be adamant about loving divorce and everybody should get divorced. And I'm like, it's going to be really funny in like five episodes when you're going to tell us that you're getting married. <laughs> like, not even I'm dating, just I'm engaged and I'm getting married. I'm like, pump the brakes, Christine. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're like, I love but you. I, single. I would agree. I love like, it. <laughs> I do agree. I wish, I wish Christine slowed down. I wish she just took a little bit of more time. Even if you weren't dating, just, just take some time for yourself and just chill. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I hope it works out. Hope it works out with David. I think it will. I mean, I think, I think sadly, and, and that's why I'm very curious. I want to, I want to watch David. I want to see him. So I want to mm-hmm. lay eyes on him and watch him a little bit. Um, so that, um, so that I really know. And, and, and I think that it's, he seems like a good guy. I just think that her bar was so low. I mean, I'm so, I mean, I really do think the bar was so low because this guy, he just put his arm around her and, you know, (laughs) she, she put her shoulder on his head and he probably didn't shrink away and be like, I gotta go to Robbins now. (laughs) You know, she was so grateful that someone was actually holding her. You, you know, God, after so all this time that that I do wonder, right? I mean, is he maybe he's just kind of, blah, you know, average, which is fine. If that makes her happy, that's fine. But yeah, Christine, you should have gone out and like variety of flavors. Go out, right. test some things out, <laughs> see what's out there and then see what's right for you. It might be someone like David, but you don't, you have no idea because the poor thing her she was just starved for affection when she described meeting david it was like okay you guys just went on a date right <laughs> you know like <laughs> i asked ellie so christine mentioned that i went on some dates and we met online but then i asked ellie i was like did she really go on dates or is this the first person she matched with hmm hmm Ellie was on the side. I think you were on the side of, I think she went on dates. And I was like, she went on a couple of ice cream dates and called it a day. Hmm. Brooke thinks, thinks, do you think, did you say that? You thought that she, it sounds to me like the way she just, yeah, the way she describes the timeline, it kind of doesn't sound like it. I think Ellie's right. I think she, you know, might've talked to a few men or yeah, like gone, gone out to ice cream or coffee, but, uh, the timeline was so short. She couldn't have dated that much. Yeah. 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 What happened to the matchmaker? Remember she said she'd gone to a matchmaker or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I mean about dead storylines where they just go nowhere. I mean, we didn't even get to see Mary's reveal of her, storage shed thing oh like, no that's season 19 <laughs> yeah that's gonna be the end that's gonna of be the next entire season, season. <laughs> the entire yes. se- we're gonna have to see blair and blair. jen and so uh, sad you but know. so true so and true for the entire season and then the big the season 19 um the you know season finale is going to be the carriage house here's my carriage house <laughs> you <laughs> no, joke but you're not sad. wrong <laughs> like it's totally plausible so okay, what's your so what feeling about, about mary yeah. Sorry, Brooke. Oh, I was just going to say like, okay, so what, who are the people that you can't absolutely can't stand the most? <laughs> Be honest. Do you want to go first? No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you I mean, my answer is easy. Head shake. <laughs> my answer is easy. <laughs> I mean, mine's Robin. Like no matter what she does, I'm going to falter for it. Like I'll pick it apart to no end. It's not a yeah. good quality I have, but it's just how I am with her. Yeah, it's easy with Robin. Okay, I'm, I won't copy your answer. I'm going to go curveball McKelty. Oh, that's a good one. Some, something about her energy. I don't think we could be friends. I think she would kind of annoy me. I don't know what it is. I just can't vibe with McKelty. Yeah. Well, so Ellie, I'm very 
curious, who do you, is it, is Robin lower than Cody for you? Do you feel no, like Cody's definitely, but I felt that was too obvious because okay. like uh, the world's problems are because of COVID Cody. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's a given. So if we take Cody out of that, okay, Robin. Okay. Yeah. That's a solid answer. Um, yeah, and McKelty you hate the most. <laughs> well, McKelty is really a weirdo. She she's all over the place. She contradicts herself. She's very strange. Um, but God, who else? Um, other than who we've already mentioned, I'm trying to think. None of the other yeah. kids really bother me. Um, some of them are strange, you know. Like I think that um, I want to say. Ariola. I, I know that's not her real name. I don't remember her real name. <laughs> Ariella. 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 She's weird. Yeah. <laughs> she has issues. Yeah. Um, so cool. yeah, some of the kids are weird, but there's, but I mean, they're not mean or malicious or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, the malicious people are Cody and Robin, you know, even yeah. Mary, I know she's, pr- she's done some real shitty things in the past, apparently, according to, the family, but I don't know. I feel sorry for her. And I think she's trying to be a better person and has been trying to be a better person. Well, I think we're seeing so much now how isolated and alone she has been for so long. I think some of it of her own making, some of it she created herself. And then the other part of it being the fact that she's been, you know, punished in so many ways because she couldn't have a bunch of kids. And, um, but that, you know, that on top of the fact that it seems like Cody somewhere along very early on when he stopped, when he stopped feeling safe around Mary, you know, um, that it seems like she really has been so isolated and alone, so isolated that she was, she was desperate for someone to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And she was trolling the internet because I, I say that the Samuel Cooper, Jackie Overton is not the first person that she encountered. I'm not saying that she had other relationships with people, but I think she was online a lot, like meeting people, talking to people, because I think she was that lonely, like that lonely. I think that was her primarily, like her primary way she socialized at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The person that drives me crazy beyond like Cody and Robin is Aurora. So, and I know it's not her fault. I know it's not her fault. But if you watch the early seasons, this girl, it's like, my God, thank God a guy in a white van never pulled up alongside her. (laughs) She would have been kidnapped in a second. This kid has no strength marks. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she just, she seems like a sweet girl. I don't think, but she's just, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's too much. Aurora, calm down. Like, they're just like, Logan's home. Logan's home. Oh my God, Logan. It's like, you've known this guy two months. Like, calm down a little bit. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you ever part of those groups where everyone thinks everyone's wonderful? And I'm like, we all can't be wonderful. Like, we all, (laughs) you know, like those, you ever been part of a networking group where like, this person's the best banker, this person's the best this, this person's the best. It's like, we all can't be the best. We can't. So (laughs) you telling me that I'm the best at this, I don't know. I don't know if I believe you (laughs) because you're telling everybody else. So it's a little bit like, I can't really trust you, Aurora, because you like everything. You want everything. She was so desperate to just jump in and just want, I don't know if she wanted everyone to like her or what it was, or, you know, if Robin conditioned her so much that she just, 
was like, I think that they put the fear of God. I think Robin put the fear of God in her kids that, you know, you have to be nice to this family. This is our meal ticket. Okay. You have got mm-hmm. to be nice to these people. You got Cody is now your dad. You call him dad. You do whatever they say. You, you be excited. You know, she brainwashed them. Question, question. We had a, well, they mentioned in the tell all where, and, and I'm kind of doing sneak peek of the chat where Robin's kids felt bullied. And I, I feel like that's also been the story in their younger years. Ellie and I kind of, I, well, at least I saw it from this lens where I think Robin's just describing kids growing up with their siblings. Because when I grew up, I mean, we were like beating each other up. Like it was bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just me growing up with my siblings. And even the other, the original brown kids describe it as like, they're just like too soft. Like we, we do this with mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. So well, Brianna cried a lot. I mean, Brianna cried. Yeah, they're just like they're, they're sensitive time. and they're they're over they're she they're sheltered, they're sensitive. Yeah, she never let them anything bad happen to them or, you know, or just be out there yeah. on their own and be Yeah, definitely. Um well, so what what are some predictions in, for season 19? Like what what do we think yeah. is going to happen in season 19? I have a feeling we're going to see McKelty with more children. Really? <laughs> Potentially That's twins. Saying. That's uh, a, yeah, maybe, maybe hmm. I might know one of their names. <laughs> um, like, yeah, we already know what's happened. That's right. <laughs> that, that's tough. I, I feel like the way we talked about production in TLC, I do hope some of that shows in season 19, as far as the content we get to see, maybe the homes we get to see. I don't think we're going to see Cody and David. If anything, if Cody does have that kind of pull, you're probably never going to see a scene of them together, which I think would be a bummer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because allegedly well, they have well, met. We... They've met. Yeah, at Gwen's wedding. But yeah. I wonder if we're actually going to witness that. Are we going to see but that? they filmed yeah. it. They did film that. True. True. But is that season 19? Like is that 22? probably season 25 in the year you know 2043 season you know let's walk coyote coyote pass again let's walk around this let's get a surveyor (laughs) oh yeah i mean most likely go ahead leon sorry go ahead (laughs) no we're all too kind (laughs) i could see janelle like we're gonna see more progress in that relationship as far as the divide or maybe the the definite like this is over being shown in that season, right? The season four Janelle. I think that could mm-hmm. be interesting. I really hope we do see that because again, it feels very open and ended. Like, yeah, she's saying she's separated, but what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny because she's the one person who was not born into this world. I mean, like Cody, her stepbrother. Um, and <laughs> let's not well, forget. I mean, <laughs> throwback. <laughs> te- technically speaking, Cody wasn't born into it either. Yes. Yeah. yeah of the wives, she was the only one that wasn't born into it. And she's the one that seems to have the most religious, like, calling or feeling of I can't leave this or um and, and I don't know. I don't know if now it's it's completely financial or if it's you know everybody wants to see the infamous tech ch- text chain. It's like okay the bank fine. account is open. 
I, still so open. You keep saying. Uh, the bank well, account is still open. <laughs> I would like to see that, but really, I would like to see the books. I want to see the. I want to see the books. Like I would. I would love. I want to know what you know. What was everyone making? What was everyone contributing? How did this family pot thing work? You know, that's the part I think is really interesting and seeing sort of what happened, you know, Janelle's money. I would love to see someone, if someone could like create something of Janelle's money from her house got went here and then it went over here and then it's here because yeah, it's, it's almost like, um, uh, duck, duck goose and poor, <laughs> and poor, and poor Janelle has no house. You know, because somehow that money got absorbed everywhere else of like, you know, where did all this money go? I would love to get a confirmation if Mary has been contributing to the family pot this whole time, Mm -hmm. even in her sacred loneliness. Yes, (laughs) I would be also. Well, I would then form my own conspiracy theory that one of the main poles of why Robin is keeping Mary in this is for that Mm -hmm. money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I def- that's a really good one. I want to know how if if she's make she's apparently the biggest breadwinner, right, with her Lulu Row leggings money, and so yeah, I want to know is this is was Cody willing to pretend because he to- he told us like I was willing to pretend like we were married, but it was so weird. It was like you okay, but you already told us you didn't want to be with her. So when were you going to pretend? We talked about this in the last pod of. It's almost like Cody is not living in reality. Excuse me, reality. Look at what you just said. You're going to pretend to be married. I'm like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, for the show, for for quote unquote show. So he thinks that being married to him is such a worthwhile thing that Mary would want to stay married to him so that she could save face to the world and still be married to Cody Brown. Like it is that great of mm-hmm. a thing. Like it's, it's that special that God forbid, you know, or maybe it was um, a religious thing, you know, maybe, maybe she was just, she was not going to leave until he told her, you know, it's over. And she claims to not know that part of the process. Does the, well, I mean, it's a very, I mean, it's a very, you know, she she wasn't going to go until he said it, but Christine just left on her own. But Mary said in this last episode that her beliefs, you know, she 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 held that um, it was very sacred to her, her her covenant with Cody. She took it very seriously and it was mm-hmm. very important to her. And the, reading between the lines, because nobody ever comes out and directly says anything clearly. But reading between the lines, I thought that meant that she was going to stay in the marriage, I guess, forever. Because they're supposed to be together forever, mm-hmm. right? This eternal thing. And she was going to stay to it. But if Cody's saying, I don't want to be in it, then she has no choice. But that she wasn't going to be the one to break it off with him. Did, oh, He had to it. do it. Okay. All right. Got it. I don't know. Okay. With this family, you always have time. to just I don't know. guess, read between the lines. It's just exhausting. <laughs> really is exhausting. Well, and Cody's word salad sentences and the rewriting of history and all of it is exhausting. Totally. And I had a question for you guys. The tell-alls are just word salad, especially by Cody. How is your note-taking going? Because I'll go back and read things and be like, this is definitely not what was said. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, sometimes it is. I give up. Because I'm like, is it me? 
<laughs> sometimes I think, is it me? Am I not understanding this? Am I not getting this? Exactly. Because there's been a lot of times where I'm like, okay, wait, I'm so confused. Like, what's happening now? Who said what? What's going on? Um, and so, yeah. And sometimes I'll just write down exactly what he said. And I'm like, this is what he's just said to us. Like, please explain to me what this means. Yeah. Like, it'll make no sense with me repeating this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and that's there's... the part with Sukanya that kind of bothers me. Is like, why doesn't she then go, wait a second, that made no sense. <laughs> Let's backtrack here. You know, that's, I, I understand that she can't call him on the carpet with everything, but when he is not making any sense or when he is directly contradicting what we've watched all these years. I never loved these women. I never cared. I never this, I never that. Like those are those moments where, and it doesn't have to be a confrontation. It's just like, well, Cody, don't you think that maybe you're, that's how you feel now? You know, hindsight, like hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like you probably, you did love, you know, you did love these women in the moment. Uh, it's just, well, but she never does that. And that's the thing that drives me crazy. There's something going, this has been going around the internet this week. Um, you know, the, was it season three where um, Natalie Morales, who's a real, a real journalist, um, hosted the tell-all? And she really called all of them out. And she was asking all these follow-up questions. And she was actually did a really good job. And they were all like verklempt over it. it, it and they never had her do it again. And that episode got removed from all the streaming services. Like you can't find it. It's like on the dark web now, you know, Mm -hmm. like you have to find someone who has a a, a link to it somewhere. And so that's why I think they know that, um, you know, there's a gotta be some soft pedaling, but it was funny this past week. There were a few times where Suki just, she had some big eye rolls with Cody. You know, if you watch her face, she's just kind of like, And she's probably trying to think, oh, God, what do I say? But all she has to do is say to him, well, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? When he's talking about the disillusion of his soul and his personality, well, what does that mean? (laughs) It's a simple, simple question. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. I don't don't know if you're going to get anywhere with him, you know, or any of them grilling him, grilling them, really. You know what? That's the thing. I totally forgot there was a section of season 18 that got really dark. There were like two to three episodes that were really just disturbing and tough. I mean, I remember Brooke and I were just like, oh, God, we can't. I think this is when we had to switch over from because we were trying to watch the show on Sunday night and record Sunday night to have it out first thing Monday morning. And I think somewhere around those dark episodes, we were like, we got to start moving this to Tuesday. We need a day. (laughs) (laughs) just a night to let it compress Mm. yes when he was driving around with his friend not not brian um from oklahoma the Uh, other guy is it nate nate when he was driving around with nathan and talking about the manosphere episode was oh god yeah (laughs) not great that was really really just really i mean even the tell-all got a bit weird when Robin started talking about women getting mowed down and it was a little, mm. I don't know, just, I didn't feel safe watching the episode. I'm like, <laughs> no, not really a fan of what we're talking about right here. Yeah. 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 yeah Cody God, said he I, hated I his, that out. <laughs> yeah. He said he hated his life. I think this was just the, the last episode. He hated his well, life and 
was so unhappy. Well, you know what? It's when, when they did it in that little short, I mean, it wasn't that short, but when they put it all together, yeah, it seems very intense, but it was like an entire episode of him driving around just like, I hate my life. I don't know what I'm doing. Above, I mean, yeah, it was, a, I, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Flashbacks. It's coming back to me now. There were some rough times in this season. Rough times. Yeah. All right. Well, so it's been uh, almost an hour longer than a normal episode. So <laughs> of Sister Wives, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> managed to talk about. Is there anything that in the Sister Wives universe that we did not cover? Any hot takes or anything? Any last thoughts? I have a very general question for you. Mm-hmm. How do you both feel Robin and Cody's relationship is like now without the other wives? Are they living their best life and happy and it's what they've always wanted? Or is it revealing now their own problems that they have with each other when before they could kind of be distracted by the drama of the family, mm-hmm. I guess? Yeah. I I. I agree with you. I think that I think they're running into some problems and I think it's going to be very interesting to see what it's like. I mean, they've been they've been together full time for a while now, but I think that what Robin always wanted was and I think Robin did this very intentionally was I think she came in and I think she and she said it on the show. She said, I don't plan other things the nights that Cody's here. I'm totally focused on him, you know. And and I think that she really was like the f- great, fully present, wonderful wife for him, th- like every fourth night. And and I think that that's what he fell in love with, that version of her or that oh, those, those slices of her. And I think obviously he still loves, he, he loves her and still wants to be with her, but he's really getting her in this very intense way. And she's getting him in this very intense way. And, and, you know, for someone who does not, I I agree with Christine that, that Robin does not want to live plural marriage like her. She may say it. I think she likes it in theory, but she doesn't really want to actually, you know, practice it and practice polygamy. I think, but I think she really liked having some nights away from Cody. I think she kind of liked having a part-time husband. And um, so she'll, she'll never leave him, but I think they may stay together forever in dysfunction. What do you think, Brooke? Oh gosh. Well, I, I mean, I know that she said all that stuff to the camera, but from what the other wives say, he always was over at her house all the time. You know, it, mm-hmm. he might have slept at the other wives' houses, but they all talk about how he'd get there at like, you know, eight o'clock at night and leave at, you know, six the next morning, you know, to go help Robin. And he his whole life revolved around helping Robin and making sure that she had whatever she needed and he couldn't help the other wives and the other wives were on their own. So I really think that they have been together this whole time. I think that the problem is, is that Cody has been, you know, humiliated and mm. he's, he's, you know, he, like we just talked about, he's really pissed off and he's, um, very upset and he, I think he feels humiliated. All these women left him and they're all talking about him and his case alienated from pretty much all of his kids, except for Robin's kids. And I mean, his life really is bad right now. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, he's like not a fun person to 
you know, be around and he's not the happy-go-lucky Cody that, you know, Robin used to know. And so I don't know. I don't know if it's all an act. All these things, they're both, you know, acting, talking about how hard this is. But yet we see them, we see them out and about having a good time and doing stuff. So I don't know what to believe because you can't believe everything. You can't believe a lot of what these these two say. Um, Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, that's the part that's hard is it's hard to. Yeah. What do you guys think? I feel like they're probably pretty unhappy. I don't think there's as much of a distraction anymore. You guys can't bond over your hatred of the other Mm -hmm. wives. There's no probably fun jokes about it anymore or comebacks, (laughs) whatever. I I can't even imagine what they would be, but I just assume they sit there talking about them. And they're so worried about people crap talking them because that's all they're doing. But now that that's gone and kind of settled, I mean, sure, they can keep ragging on Gabe and Garrison, but there's not much left. That's true. They love love trash talking. (laughs) (laughs) They do. I had I had a long rant in the last episode we recorded just about kind of we mentioned like the happy go lucky Cody. And and I'm always wondering if what if uh, I'm my I'm of the excuse me. I'm of the opinion that that was an act. Like, Mm -hmm. is he kind of going through the motions of this is what I'm supposed to be like, or yeah, I'll I'll leave it at that basically. But the rant is like super long, but I think to go listen to that. (laughs) I think they're happy together. I think there's the the world around them. Yes. It's like on fire, but I think, I think they're happy. Mm -hmm. I do think they have, they have to be worried about money. They have to be worried about money. For sure. I And that's another reason why I want to open up those books, because I want to see, like, what's the impact of Mary not putting in her money anymore? Or Christine or, you know, poor Janelle's just whatever she's doing. You know, what, how does that, because those two are the two that don't work. Like, he does cameos, but what else does he do? I mean, I know he's got some other things going on, but, you know, I think him selling all those cars was very telling. I think. Oh, good point. I I also feel like there has to be, man, this weekend they were spotted out in a Mercedes going to a steakhouse. So I'm like, they're still spending. Yeah. 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 But also at the same time, like you said, they're not working. Also, there's not the main family pot anymore. They have their own company, which I'm assuming that's what TLC pays them. The Dab Sark Mm-hmm. company and everything else is kind of gone my sister wife's closet is gone now it they had to have taken a pay cut right versus mm-hmm. a lump sum that went into that one joint account i'm assuming versus right. paying everyone separately yeah, yeah. And they have a big so, mortgage I mean, they have a big mortgage on their house i guess they paid off coyote pass i don't know how but i keep seeing all these things that they're behind on their property taxes and stuff i mean that's public information so yeah, I, I obviously this family is not financially savvy. They never have been. I mean, they they like Heather McDonald always jokes about how they're the poorest reality stars. You know, most reality TV stars, you know, they get their teeth done. You know, they get a glow up. You know, they you know, they use their money. And these people, what do they do with their money? Yeah, I mean, I know that it's probably because they have a lot of kids, but most of their kids have been adults for a long time now. You know, they're not and they didn't pay those college fees. Yeah. I mean, I think pretty much once those kids were 18, I think they were very much on their own as opposed to other people. Yeah. 
They're on their own if they are Christine, Janelle, or Mary's kids. Mm, Otherwise, right. I think you get get some nice help. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Okay. Of course. So even but so even if you're helping, you've got three older kids or one's in high school, but you got Aurora and Dayton that are over 18, right? Yeah. So even 20s. if you're helping them a bit, they yeah, they but even if you're helping them, even if you're let you know, yeah, they should have a lot more money. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know why I'm so worried about how Cody's going to pay his bills. I'm constantly like, how many cameos? He's got to do so many cameos. To- Mapping them per month. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what? The heated driveway and the, what? I, I, you know, <laughs> all these things. I'm so, I'm so nervous for him. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if, if they declare bankruptcy, you know, because I think that Robin is that kind of spender. I think she's someone who spends and spends and spends until she can't spend anymore. And then, and then declares bankruptcy and then kind of starts the cycle all over again. So terrifying. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us and being a part of this crossover. Um, So tell us, um, we'll talk about, we'll give our information, but please tell us where to find you and anything that you want to promote and all that good stuff. Yeah, we're on Instagram and Twitter at From the Friar. You can find us on all major podcasting apps. Just look at From the Friar. And we also have a link tree if that's easier to use, everything in one spot. So just look at From the Friar and we'll come right up. And do you all have a Patreon? We don't. We are so playing you, with the are thought you thinking of it. about doing that? Thinking playing of it, it. Yeah. playing with it. But nothing yes. right now, just kind of cruising. How about you guys? Are you thinking of going that direction? Yeah, I think we're getting closer and closer to it. I think it's just a matter of, right, you have to produce a lot. It's more content. And we put out two shows a week. And you also, you you put out two shows. Yeah, you're doing both those shows simultaneously, right? So it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of work. And you know, we all have jobs and things, unlike Cody and Robin. We all have jobs. <laughs> Maybe they need a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, they, right. they that would rake in so much. Sadly, yeah, sadly, it would make a ton of money. Yeah, I pay for it. <laughs> yes, yes. So would I. Everybody would, just to get like a little nugget of something, or even to just bag on him. Um, or more content for our Patreon. Right, right. Yes, but yeah, it's, there you it's, go. That sa- it's that same thing, um, of, you know, once your podcasting is so much of it is about consistency and, and showing up and just, you know, just no matter how many people are listening, you just keep going, keep going. And so if we start a Patreon, the feeling is, okay, we have to, you know, we have to keep showing up. We have to keep going and keep going. So there's always the concern about um, not wanting to overextend ourselves and wanting to be thoughtful about it. Sure. But yeah, I think we, we definitely, that's something we're talking about. So it's just a matter of like what content, because you're right. The documentaries that we do, I mean, no documentaries are an hour and a half anymore. They're all no, it's nine four hours. part, four yeah, part, exactly. two hours each or something. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. 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 And we, we like our documentaries because we don't want to just be a sister wives podcast. You know, we just talk about sister wives. So we, we want to talk about other things, but it is a lot to do both. So that's our, that's our yeah. hesitation. Hey, but totally I think, I think we will. 
Yeah, but I appreciate, we've been getting lots of um, listeners asking. So you're like, okay, people are actually asking. So maybe someone would subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Great sign. Um, (laughs) Yes, yes. So we are at Psych Legal Pop on Instagram and TikTok. And if you like this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review and walk over to the From the Friar and give them a five-star rating and review. And subscribe to both of our podcasts. And then you can get all this Sister Wives goodness right in there. Ellie, I heard you say that you and both of you, you both listen to every single podcast podcast out there that's sister wives pretty much like, like do, it's going do, do all the time you ever like go i can't anymore i just can't do either of you ever like no we're just i don't, I I don't think so you. because sometimes it's um yeah sometimes we'll be doing like um sometimes we have video game nights and you really don't need the audio from the video game so we just have a podcast on in the background as we're <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's kind of multi we're just we're just fans we're we're, we're creators yeah, we're but we're like also fans of all the, right? all the shows yeah Wow. Yeah. yeah I get yeah. burnt yeah. out. I that's uh, true. After, after like Tuesday, you know, after the shows come out and I've listened to a few podcasts and look at social media, like by Tuesday, I'm like, okay, no more sister wives. I, I have to gear up for next week. No, totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> totally fair. I can't listen to anyone until I've done our podcast. Like I have to do our podcast first 100%. and then I'll listen yeah. to other people or I'll catch up. I was at the, I remember being at the dog park. I can remember it in my mind listening to the two of you and like catching up on your episodes. Like once, because I don't want anyone else's opinion to influence my opinion. Because, exactly. And, and it is where everybody is so different. And I know that when I'll listen to other podcasts, sometimes I find myself being like, oh, I should be funnier like them, or we should be more like this or that. And it's like, no, 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 we just need to be ourselves. So it's like, and this is my opinion. And this is what I think. But when I listen to other people, it just, it's too stressful. It's just (laughs) too difficult. I I think the thing that gravitates us towards listening to all the pods, it's just, it's so fascinating to hear everyone's opinion, Mm because you might have watched the same episode, Mm -hmm. but people can go to this or come to this, the different conclusion from the same content, which even that to me is even more fascinating. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and you pick up on things because I think it was in your podcast where you were talking about how Robin doesn't work. I'm like, you know what? They're right. <laughs> Robin doesn't film anything. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You forget. You're like, yeah, she hasn't filmed a thing, you know, like, and then you start yeah, to realize frozen. it. So yeah, you're right. Every time you people, everyone has their tests. own little nugget of information. So Well, anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we will see you all next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com